This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Around with this, we're going to meet several more times, and we know what we're going to do every single time. Let's just do the inevitable. Uh, man, what a poor segue here. Speaking of the inevitable, Fox News has more on the Queen Elizabeth. Oh, that so was sad. She's 96 years old. Correctly, this is what a bullfrog sounds like. (laughs) The Missouri state animal is the Missouri mule. In case y'all were wondering, a mule is not a jackass. A jackass is a male donkey. I looked it up. A mule is a half horse, half donkey. And here's what a jackass sounds like. America building <laughs> of decency. Whoops, wrong cut. <laughs> Sorry. That was just an accident, right? That was an accident. Uh-huh. That was hey, And Trevor from the KCMQ Morning Shag, we wanted to wish a fond farewell to Brandon Rathert. Who? Uh, <laughs> Brandon. Our co-worker of, like, seven years. Is he on the air? Yes. Been What's on the air the whole time. What show? Oh, my gosh. Wake Up Mid-Missouri. 93.9 The Eagle and KWOS. Never heard of it. Are you kidding me right now? So does that mean, Trevor, they're going to simulcast our show? No. That's not what that means. Are we doing politics We will not, No, we will not do politics. We will not. I got no, things to say. No, that, and that's why we don't do politics. Um, Brandon, thank you so much for all that you've done for Mid-Missouri. It's been a pleasure working with you. Congratulations on the new opportunity, and all the best, my man. And all kidding aside, you will be missed, man. Uh, but to be honest and truthful, I'm not going to miss the smell of feet around the office. <laughs> Put the eagle claws away. We're not trying to catch salmon out of the river. Talons. They're called talons. The talons are always out. We wish you the best, my man. Good luck. Seriously, I think that's the best farewell message you've ever given anyone. Who's leaving again? God dang it. How about that? One of the things I've appreciated over the years, the camaraderie with everybody um, here in the building. This reminds me, one of the coolest things, by the way, so some of the, um, some of the big stories, um, the uh, main uh, shooting suspect uh, had been racked with mental health issues. Um, they thought they were close to catching him last night. That did not happen. U.S. military has carried out airstrikes on facilities in Syria operated by Iranian-backed uh, backed forces. Um, the bridges are up. Weather, right about the time Gary Dolan comes on, 9 o'clock this morning, weather is going to, temp's going to start dropping. We're Huge. Rain Huge this drop. weekend. Am I missing anything else? I think. That's big that's going to impact people. Well, today. I think. I make sure we're covering I that. think we should mention that there was a lot of concern yesterday in, in Colombia about what happened, and they've had a right to be concerned. An absolutely horrific murder. The murder suspect has been caught. He's at the Fulton State Hospital. No threat to the general. And there's public. a relationship there. It was father a, and son. The, the son allegedly killed the father and then dragged his body behind the house. And we were getting questions about when Columbia is going to pick a new police chief. And Brian saying that, according to DeCarlin Seawood, we think it's going to be within the next week or two. Uh, yeah, there's no exact time frame. He's hinted um, that it would be, you know, a couple of weeks after their forum. So that would be in that range. But they, that's it's no there's no set time. Um, let me put it this way. He would extend an offer to someone. Okay. Um, and then you've got holidays in there, too. So it, it's you know, once they uh, once they make the offer and once the person accepts, I fully expect Carwin C would have a press conference and I'd be down uh, to cover that. Should be, in my opinion, Jill Schluty. There's no reason to bring. And I don't even know if those three out of town candidates after what Mayor Barbara Buffalo did trolling around in that T-shirt says I'm the effing uh, mayor. And I did ask Mayor Barbara Buffalo, you know, was because we want to confirm um, she never responded. 
as far as I know, she's never denied that that is her in that T-shirt. So I don't even know if those three out-of-town candidates for police chief would even be interested anymore in town and the mayor sporting a shirt like that and these businesses that people in the Chamber of Commerce have been trying to recruit. That's just so dangerous. These people, I, and one of the things I've enjoyed over the years is, and not to pick on people, but highlight, that's why that's an issue. Hey, great, you want to wear a shirt? I'm the effing mayor. Go right ahead. But it's incredibly selfish and it lacks forethought because we're trying to recruit businesses here. There's an image that we're trying to protect, uh, project as a community. And it's not just, listen, we it, Columbia brings in business. It doesn't just help Columbia because guess where a lot of people in Columbia like to live? All over. All over. Yeah. Ashland. It benefits Ashland. And then the people in Ashland, they start moving out, and they're moving to Jefferson City or Centralia. That's not happening. But you see how the, the, the ignorant, unthinking actions of somebody like the mayor of Columbia, that's the impact. And that's one of the things I've thoroughly enjoyed over the years is saying, this is why it matters. We're not just, you know, complaining. In public stuff. And you have raised the issue during your program here, Brandon, and Stephanie has as well about public safety. It's not just Brandon and Stephanie that feel this way. A thousand people responded to the city survey. The number one concern of people in this town, public safety. Of course. That's straight out of the survey, folks. And we heard some kind comments from our friend Matt Nichols this morning um, and from the folks at the Columbia Police Officers Association. We also got a message from Stephanie. She said she's the wife of a police officer. She's a teacher. And she said, thank you for loving and supporting both profession when times are tough and they aren't always viewed in the best light. You'll never know the extent of the lives you touched and the people you changed for the better. Thank you for your kind uh, thoughts. And uh, this uh, this dude's family checking in from Minnesota this morning. They're watching on watching the show on the Wake Up Mid-Missouri YouTube uh, channel. Hello, Mr. Boom Shakalaka. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so long ago. Earl Shannon uh, does uh, just on his own. He's not doing it for the Centralia School District, but just started showing up at Centralia High School football games. It was So it was during COVID when... A lot of folks couldn't go to the games. You know, kids were only given, I think it was two tickets to go to games. Um, so he started doing Facebook live streams, doing play-by-play commentary. As a little kid, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in fifth or sixth grade, I think, when he started. And he's still doing it all these years later. So it's it's been cool to see how far he's come. It was so cool. I actually, when my son played up there, I got to meet him in real life um, because he was doing play-by-play for the game. Oh my. He does a great job. Yeah, he started doing some little league games and I think wrestling. Yeah, and he's going to be the guy who eventually is going to be replacing John Marsh and Brian Houseworth on play-by-play. Absolutely. Absolutely. does a great job. He, he does. Uh, and it's been cool. You know, people always come up yesterday, no kidding, uh, at a store off of Grindstone in Columbia, dude comes up in a truck in the parking lot, even pulls up, says, hey, we met at, and I forget the name of a pharmacy, but it's like a pharmacy club. It's at 63 in Grindstone. I forget the name of it. Uh, but Neil right Head is the guy who yeah, owns oh, it. Oh, yeah, I'm trying, uh, uh, yeah. the, the MoRx, I believe. Anyhow, he pulls up in his big old truck, and he says, Brandon, Brandon, he's like, we met one time years ago. He says, I'm sorry to bother you out in the parking lot. I know it's kind of weird. He says, but I thought the, saw the flip-flops, thought it might be you. Um, <laughs> but he wanted to pass along kudos, and he said, man, it was always really cool to have met you. Uh, and all that stuff. It's been as equally cool for us to meet people like Earl Shannon oh, yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. Motivated Michi, Demetrius Woods, who is somebody mm-hmm. been in prison. And basically it's not, but basically he got a kind of on a three strikes thing. That's not exactly it, but he got out. And this guy, 
He was the drug kingpin in mid-Missouri. If you wanted the serious stuff back in the 90s, it went through this guy. He went to prison, completely changed his life around, owned several businesses, got a concession contract at Mizzou Athletics. And he goes and he talks to kids in those same neighborhoods where he grew up. And then I think about people like Trey Dawson who was also in prison and came here and shared his story on the show and what he does now. He gives his life back uh, to other people. I think it's just incredible. There was a moment on the show, I feel like there's some stuff I want to say today <laughs> before I leave. <laughs> oh, that, boy. That needs to be. Sure. No, so here is just kind of a one of the most awkward, almost embarrassing moments on the show. And it was, it was the, the genesis of it was probably... Probably one of the top three highlights of my broadcasting um, career. The girls basically hijacked the show on the one-year anniversary of me being sober. Oh, yeah. I had just started here. You you eventually enjoyed that. Came it, around. It, yeah. it took, you, you, a, it it took the, you a minute. Not the first segment he didn't enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> not the first hour, no, not I, the first two I, hours. I remember, well, I remember the, your face. So the first segment we had, it was big thing. Incidentally, with the Columbia Public School District, yeah. they were screwing with kids in a dangerous fashion. Again, by the way, I want to do a segment later. Things I found while cleaning out my desk. Ooh. Incredible exchange with the former, or actually still the current Jaws of the Columbia Public School District, where uh, she said, you know, basically stop these attacks. And that was where she was the genesis of facts are not attacks. She was saying, you're lying on air. And I sent her emails like, nope, here, here, and here. You've got this, uh, you've got this wrong. Um, but it was Eric Schmidt. Um, and talked to him the day before. Because there was a court case down at the exactly. Booth County Courthouse. And yes. Attorney General Eric Schmidt, I spoke with him the day before, and we were going to use that in the opening segment, and the girls took over the show. And, and here's some background, too, is that you will, and you know, regular listeners know, we never have an interview at 610. Yep, we never, correct. ever do. So <laughs> Hannah and I had the perfect plan. We'd been planning it for a couple weeks. Yeah. And we were like, we'll just open. It'll be great. And then you show up and you're like, well, we have an interview. And I'm like, well, nope, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did not like that. Yeah, but it's what they had done is they had planned this whole show, all these people calling in and and, and we also were reaching out to the guests that you had booked for that day's show. <laughs> and we said, hey, we actually have this planned. Let's reschedule you. And you were frustrated that we had messed with all of your guests that you'd booked. And yeah. uh, and then it was, it, it was seriously probably the most beautiful radio I have ever been a part of. And I had nothing to do with it. It was everybody else around me. Anyhow, so my son... And I was holding it together all morning. I was bowled over by the kindness my kid calls oh, in, man. Trevor from Idaho. Mm. I lose it. You couldn't finish I, the segment. I just start. I just start bawling. And we go to we go to commercial. Uh, oh, by the way, if you get a chance, you should. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I didn't know if you remembered you were dressed like that. I'm dressed like an old man today. I got the show got me socks, so I'm wearing socks. Good socks. With dress, dress shoes. shoes. This outfit is even more ridiculous than the bucket hat. Yes. So, but I, so I wanted to tell you this. So we go to commercial break. I'm bawling my eyes out. My kid had the girls had arranged for my son to call in on on my one year birthday, and and I stand up. Stephanie Bell happens. You probably, I've never told you this. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Stephanie Bell happens to stand up, too. And I think... Oh, I we, remember this. You told me oh, I, <laughs> And I didn't... And we hadn't known each other. That You'd been part of the show for a few months, so we hadn't really had a per personal connection. 
Not that we do it now. It was either, really but. new. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was really new. And I stand up and I think Stephanie's coming to like comfort me and hug me. And I start to go like with open arms to hug her and she wasn't. <laughs> you were going to hug me? <laughs> well, I thought you were coming to hug me to comfort me because I was bawling my eyes out. And it was. You both just had to pee at the same time. Meanwhile, yeah. you, like that show was a ro- roller coaster, of course. So, yeah. So, wait. You were pretty mad the first yeah. 15 minutes and then you wanted to hug? <laughs> no, sir. Uh, he texted our boss and was like, are oh, you yeah. in the building? I need to meet with you ASAP. Hannah <laughs> <laughs> and I were about to get fired. And our, our boss was in on it. Oh. He, he helped us. <laughs> Man. All right. Coming up, uh, 725-ish. Tell you now, we will not be on time today and the show is going to be different. But discombobulated and, is the word of the day. Discombobulated. And we are following should anything big uh, on, on a news level get in your way. We will make sure that we cover that. Coming up, 725-ish. We're going to do What's Hot with Hannah. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. There's a guy bent over. He's putting on his snowboard boots and everything. And I walk up behind this guy thinking uh, that it was my uh, daughter-in-law's brother so i go up you didn't i did oh no i did to a stranger yes that's exactly what happened i got a handful i hey good morning park oh you're not parker are you (laughs) man do you even remember that story i don't remember sharing it on the show accidentally Uh, i have it labeled in the computer as BR butt slapped stranger. <laughs> yep. Pomerel Ski Resort in southern Idaho. A whole group of us. And I thought this dude, with Parker, was part of the family. And right there. And Circa 2021. Ooh. And that voice you heard, that's Laura Nowser, longtime city councilwoman. Oh, uh, blast from the past. Yeah, he was part of Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I think about her and people like Breck Dumas, who now writes for uh, writes for Fox News, and people like Brad Trinago, uh, who we still get to see on a regular, somewhat of a regular basis doing his stuff with, uh, with Mizzou women's basketball and other Mizzou uh, sports. All right, 728. Which means it's time for what's <laughs> yeah, hot with I won't. I won't even complain or shame you Thank this you. one time. Uh, so yesterday I posted on the Wake Up Mid-Missouri Facebook page... Do you have a favorite Brandonism or favorite show moment from the last several years? And I bet you'll never guess what the number one answer was. The dog? Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we had just installed the Facebook Live cameras in the studio. And uh, yeah, Laura Nauser, speaking of, had brought in a dog that had been dumped on her property. And she was taking him to the vet that morning. And she didn't quite know his bathroom cues yeah, and yeah, I took a big old dump behind Brandon's chair. And I think the thing was, and I was reading a somewhat serious story at the time, and I don't see because it's going on behind me. I don't see what's going on, but all of a sudden I start to <laughs> smell something, and and so I start putting this over my face, and I'm reading a serious news story, and, I, and the video is even better because this poor dog wasn't done, and Laura Nauser is trying to trying to drag the. Uh, drag the dog out and he's leaving a trail the whole way. Shannon also mentioned that time your chair broke which we also caught on the cameras. Now fortunately we weren't live on air because I believe you said some bad words 
This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Dad, Governor Mike Parson. Hey, Henry, you know, I, I heard your son there talking about the Supreme Court part. Come on, so I'm going to nominate him for the Supreme Court. <laughs> I'm not sure, Governor, but I am not real positive. That's a good idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's the trouble with parents. They're always honest about that. Growed up poor white inner city, in a fact. By the way, I say that all the time, and we also on the text, 874-9390, Brandon and ask your dad, does he exaggerate with some of the stories that he tells? No, I don't. Brandon does. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do not exaggerate. And you just said... Yeah. What do you got? Have you ever ever heard of an everything shower? (laughs) Oh, no. Come on, man. Promo. <laughs> Incidentally, yes, I have. This is Wake Up in Missouri. Between Brandon Rackett. It's, like it's like a golden shower. Oh, God. <laughs> Hot mic. I thought the mics were off. Brandon duped me and looked and knew that I was going to say something silly. You know what's funny is I actually had that same piece of audio Gosh. pulled on, <laughs> awesome. on this side. Welcome to the show, Wake Up Midmo. Um, it's my last show. It's part of the show. Wake Up Mid-Missouri will continue. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Uh, and I remember Stephanie Bell first coming in to be a part of the show, and she comes in real. And Stephanie's one of the most confident, forward-thinking people I know, uh, seriously. And uh, she comes in, and she was kind of uh, unsure. And she's like, well, I don't know how to push any of these buttons and stuff. I'm like, hell, I barely know either. Hannah's got this, and <laughs> we welcomed her into the show. There's producer Hannah. Hello. Who I've been knowing since she was in the second grade, it seems like. <laughs> Um, met her as a kid. We were talking about young folks listening to the show, and Hannah is in high school. She calls in in class, band class. Was a band class you were in at Centralia High School? Well, it was before school. Oh, come on, Hannah. Let me tell the story the way I want to tell it. You've smudged the details over the years. Hannah was in the second grade, and (laughs) she was on her uh, app listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri, and it was her second grade uh, physics class. And she called in. She says, well, I listen to the show all the time. And then I went and spoke at her school. And here it is all these years later. She's part of the show. Brian Houseworth is here. There's Mr. John Marsh, man. In the house. I love that. John is actually on camera this morning. That's right. They let me out of the broom closet. Let you, <laughs> got to put you into your... Got you out of there. Like, Scared the heck out of the marketing people. <laughs> Who's like, that? It's like if anybody if anybody watched The Office, they put eventually Ryan, the intern kid, they put him into the closet in his own stuff. Literally. They did, yeah. And uh, that's what it's like kind of with, um, with John. My name is Brandon Rathard. Here's the thing I'm most excited about. By the way, some of the audio there. So that's um, we heard Stephanie Bell. Stephanie Bell, the thing that I've appreciated about producer Hannah over there, I mean, a whole bunch of things. Number one, I learned, you know, if I pay attention, I can learn stuff. It doesn't matter about somebody's age or any of that. Uh, it, anybody I have found can teach me stuff about myself. And what producer Hannah taught me is patience. My goodness, this woman drove me crazy. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. No, I learned that if I just listen sometimes and go, huh, let me, I should at least consider that idea. And um, and then he moves on. And Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's seriously, I, and I'm being honest um, about that. And the other thing that I've appreciated about Hannah is when Stephanie, we have so many, and Stephanie, believe me, her things that Hannah and I hear and Marsh even <laughs> hear is innuendo. <laughs> Stephanie never, ever, never, ever in, intends that. <laughs> but it works out really well it does. for us, though. <laughs> 
Um, as a matter of fact, I had another piece of audio, but I didn't I didn't use it because it was too much. It was you talking about a bone, a chicken oh, bone. Gosh, don't <laughs> use that. But here's the thing that I've appreciated about Hannah. So, so John, you know this. I if, remember that. <laughs> if if somebody says something that's an innuendo and you and I laugh, guess what What happens? We're old perverts. You're laughing at that stuff. Old pervert. Goofy old guys. But Hannah can be more 16-ish than you and I can. And she can remember 16. Yeah. I'm, I, my excuse is that I'm a lot closer. So I don't know what your guys' excuse is. But. And then it makes it okay, too. So that's why you like it. Actually, yeah. Brandon has literally said that before. I know. That is true. You know, part of it's been, you know, a sad bit of time here knowing that we are going to have to say bye today. But part of the fun, I think it, for me in the last week, at least, and you're talking about learning from people is learning more about because you're not only saying, you know, goodbye to Wake Up Mid-Missouri, but you're actually saying goodbye to radio, at least for a brief time, still doing communications, but, yeah. you know, won't be on air uh, every day necessarily. So um, it's been interesting hearing your career about radio and you know how it got started i don't and think a lot of people know i don't think, I think we we've talked amongst ourselves and some of these stories i haven't heard until this last week so are these stories we can tell on air about <laughs> how i got into radio yeah yeah so um so i went to i wanted to get into politics I went to a high school called center for management law and public policy studied political science at southeast missouri state um for a bit and then got out was working in lawn maintenance and kind of floundering around i was i, don't know, I guess i was 19 years old by this time didn't know what i wanted to do didn't know what i wanted to do and my best friend's father had died and the father left a big chunk of money for a big party to be thrown so we bury this guy we put the dude in the ground and then we all go party and drink bush beer and eat barbecued pork steaks and they had this club dj there at this event and we just get to talking because i was shy then too and so i just kind of huddled up at the dj so i wouldn't have to talk to people and <laughs> we get to talking and turns out uh he also worked at the ledge first rock station west of the mississippi river kc 95 oh wow yeah in st louis what john Hewlett was it no it was not john Hewlett, <laughs> who also spent time at kwos yeah i used to work with johnny Hewlett. yeah Legendary, and also when you go to Bush Stadium and hear the guy announce up to bat number five, Albert Pujols, the that, U man. That's John Ulett, been doing that for years. So anyhow, we get to talking, and he says, "Yeah, I'm also in radio." And I didn't even have to ask him what radio was like or anything like that. I said, "Right there, with a can of Bush beer in my hand, pork steak in the other, without a knife and fork, so I'm just eating it, you know, because I'd been drinking, and so I'm just eating this sloppy barbecue pork steak on in a in a yard in Arnold, Missouri, drinking bush beer, and I said, yes, I'm going to be in radio one day, and watch what you wish for. And then yeah. you were hooked. Now, you, but you did <laughs> try to leave radio once before, didn't you? Yeah, so I did. I wanted to, and I wonder if this is a story I should be completely honest about now, or if it kind of gets away from... Uh, from the narrative because here's and i've joked before i've talked like my mom my mom used to do security for the federal government my mom she monitored video monitors at the arch <laughs> but she did security for it's a federal park sure enough uh, and she only got that job because she was in the air force had high clearance because she worked on the sr-71s b-52 she was one of the first female 
bosses or whatever over dudes working on spy planes and B-52 bombers and Big stuff. Big deal in that era. Be yeah. Shop chief and all. Be a shop chief as a female, as a chick in the 70s. A woman. As a woman. Man. Um, so then we joke about my dad. He's in the oil industry. Yes, he is. He slings smokes. And the tobacco industry. And the tobacco industry. <laughs> uh, but one of the things I've said over the years is I took uh, I took three years off of radio and became a ski guy because I did always want to become a ski bum. Uh, and I, I took uh, time off radio. Really, I was fired <laughs> from my job. <laughs> That's a very flowery way of putting it. I took some time off. Which I... And I, I was really did. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I... I took some time off of, uh, of radio and actually it was because and that's why you know I believe um, everything absolutely works out just the way it's supposed to whether I don't like it in that moment or to- of time or not because even when things are bad I always think it's going to end up the way it's supposed to it was because of my three years there was a ski guide at the ski resort zipline guide in the summer and bad fires and there's the NIFC National Interagency Fire Center had set up shop in this mountain town that I lived in I just called the legendary news talk station in Boise KBOI and I said hey I'm here I'm reading the reports on these fires I know y'all don't know me but I can give you a report and they're like, really? And I said, sure. I just did that. And then they said, I did that for a couple of days. They're like, do you want to come and do some part-time news for us now where I was living in the mountains, about two hours from Boise? But I started doing that. And then one day, Andrew Paul's the guy's name. He's now in Las Vegas, Nevada as a program director there. Uh, they had a, a morning talk show host, John Paul Schneider, Paul J. Schneider, been there forever, like kind of like a John Marsh kind of guy. Really, he reminds me of you. Like a hair on a cheeseburger, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Sticking around, Brandon. <laughs> and, uh, he, Never uh, heard that one before. And Andrew Paul, uh, he comes up to me and he says, uh, hey, this guy's out. Can you fill in or at least co-host on this talk show? On our talk, and I'm like, I've never done talk radio. And he says to me, this thing that changed my life and my career, he says to me, he says, you have done talk radio, just not in a news format. You've done talk radio, but you've done it in top 40 because of the personality intensive show. And that changed my life. I was like, yeah, I can do this. Because here's another interesting thing I think um, is... When I was younger, I'm like, I'm never going to do talk radio. That's old guy stuff. And they bang on the desk. And they the only thing they do for three hours a day is complain about Democrats. And we do some of that here. But by George, not for three hours a day. There's other important things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're getting fact-checked by John. Yeah. John's, I, <laughs> two and a half hours. Two and a half hours I complain about. Wait till Monday. <laughs> uh, and... Um, and, and I, was, I had never do talk radio, and I do it. And today, and I've said this for a lot of years, there is no way I could ever go back to music. That would be hilarious. Right. right. For you. I could not. There's go. a lot of folks that go, I think, from talk, or from Glenn music Beck? into oh, talk. Sure. Yeah. But does anyone ever go from talk back to music? Not for long. You'd Good have to get point. cool again, Brandon. Uh, ta-da, ta-da. All right, coming up. So are we doing, what do you guys have planned? Are we still going to do, that would be all except for this with oh, yeah. John? Of course. 
with John uh, with John Marsh. We are so we are going to do that. Yep. All right. So what do you have for us the, this morning? Much like Brandon and a politician, a very favorite type of football. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rather. Not fall yet. It starts at what time this afternoon? Like. <laughs> Excuse you, Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> so two funny things why I thought that was great. Number one, that showed me trying to be cranky. Well, you know, really, right now it's not fall. It doesn't start until 1221 this afternoon. Um, and then Hannah doing uh, the thing that she likes to do a lot. And then me blaming that on Stephanie. Shame on you. There, that's 13 <laughs> seconds of just delicious wake up. And that would be all. Except for this. Well, all kinds of unusual things seem to happen in Thailand. The latest, the arrest of a man with a, wait for it, flip, flop, fetish. Ah. The man was nabbed after stealing more than 100 pairs of footwear from nearby homes. And the kicker is he'd take them home and have sex with the flip-flops. No. Tirapatkayaya, or however the heck they say it, was arrested after numerous complaints about missing flip-flops in central Thailand. He was identified on video footage. Police found 126 pairs of stolen flip-flops. Whoa. He admitted to the theft, said he wore them around the house because it turned him on. <laughs> and then he detailed further things he would do with the footwear, including having sex with them. He would be on to another pair, though he kept the kept the other ones around. No word if he stashed them in the freezer. <laughs> and we uh, followed up with a big guy on this story. And the big guy said when Brandon was a kid, mom and dad got him flip-flops with Hot Wheels cars glued to the bottom for Christmas. <laughs> to which Brandon responded to mom and dad, cheapskates. Oh. And now you know the, know the rest of that story. I have questions, John. And you might not have answers. I but I, I have questions. Logistically, mm. how, do, how does that work? Uh, I yeah. don't understand. The sex with the flip-flops yeah. or the Hot Wheels on the bottom of flip-flops? Let's go with that question. 6-1, right? Uh, I think we should defer to you. <laughs> I think usually my advice is not to yuck someone else's yum, but I might make an exception in this case. One of the things uh, I always think is funny when Stephanie found out uh, that I do keep my flip-flops at all my shoes, actually, in the freezers because it helps to abate odor odors. She says that sounds like that is the behavior of a serial killer. That's right up there with sleeping with socks on. Like, it's just weird. Sort of like our Jeffrey Dahmer pizza story. Oh, yeah. Um, get this, John. Brandon didn't get it. I didn't get the... Well, listener texted a joke yesterday and... Hannah or Stephanie and I are out in Hannah's producer studio making a run of the restroom and Hannah says, Hey, check out this text from listener Jack. And you know sometimes you don't understand a joke or you don't know what's going on and you go, That's what I did. Yeah, like, you have a terrible poker face when it comes to that. You're usually like, Oh cool. I'm not a good liar. He, he comes and back it, in the studio later and goes, but I, I, didn't, wait, I, I waited until Stephanie wasn't there. He goes, <laughs> I didn't get it and Hannah's like, I know. <laughs> No, I was thinking about it later. I can't get over the ramen noodles on the pizza as like intestines. Cooked ramen oh. noodles, so they were kind of slimy and swollen no, thank up. You. Google the picture of it. One of the, uh, by the way, Fox News is um, coming up to get you with, uh, updated with what's been happening here <laughs> in America. Uh, an update on the search for the main shooter and the uh, Israel stuff. All of our bridges are up. 
Um, weather and by the time Gary Nolan comes on nine o'clock this morning, temps going to start falling, and it's going to be. It sounds like a pretty quick uh, fall, then some rain. Temps in the forties. Halloween day, in case you're wondering, because as a parent. Oh, what do you think about the ho- a cold Halloween? It's miserable. Mm, it's I'm, we're going to have to bust out our ski gear to wear <laughs> under your costume. There's, I mean, seriously. There's nothing worse when you're a kid and you have your cool Halloween costume all picked out. And you're so excited about it. And then your mom made you wear, like, your winter coat over mm-hmm. it. Or a poncho. Yeah. It's like, but my cool costume. You're like... You're, you're killing the vibe, Mom. <laughs> and the kids with the paper Halloween sacks in the pouring rain, they were always good to follow because the, the sack, you know, would rip open. You could just pick their candy up as you went. John, A walking pinata. John's always thinking. Uh, one of the folks, that specific, and by the way, we are reading all of your texts this morning, I promise you, and I'm seriously very appreciative. I also want to uh, give a shout-out to the Dirty Half Dozen group of uh, some veterans served in Vietnam, and once a month they get to, they get together and they have lunch.